you can always edit it. Okay, I'm recording. You're going big, Chris. Let's go. Yeah, that's good. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, pressure. What do I say next? Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Sweating. Like I'm sweating. sweating. It's hot in here. <laughs> I'm your boy, Big Chris. How's it going? How's it going, Danny? Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. Um, a bit nerve wracking with the mic phone in front of me. A little bit, a little bit, but we'll get through it. We've got Mark here with us. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Um, every, every one of you. <laughs> yeah, so My for mom. today's. Thanks, Mark, for listening. <laughs> so, just for today's episode, we're going to talk about the World Cup. We're going to review um, what happened, what our thoughts about, and talk about a few other things. So, yeah. Um, Are you going to continue to do your stickers at the same time? I might do. I might do. <laughs> You're just going to It's helping concentrate. me focus. It's okay. helping me focus. But uh, no, all right. So, Mark, what did you think about the World Cup? Yeah, I'm trying to rack my brains a bit. I think it seemed to be a story of two halves. Typical football. I think it's appropriate if we had a few of those today. Yeah, game of two halves. It was a yeah. it was a tournament of two halves. It felt like the group stage where we had the Ronaldo stage and the. That's when I thought it was his for the taking. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, it seemed like the old guard were going to step up and win there between him and Messi. Who could win the last World Cup? Who's the best player ever? Yeah. And then the it's knockout stages right. came, and it was the changing of the guards, <laughs> and it was about. The young teams, so a young England, a sort of young France. Uh, peak oh, that's probably the best analysis I've heard of the world. Genuinely, I hadn't even thought of that. That's actually really smart. That's kind of what happened. Old guard and then the new guard came in in second. Yeah, yeah. passing as a torch kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a really good point. Well, what about you, Danny? You just said that clearly Ronaldo stood up as the best player ever, or was that just a joke? No, no. That, well, I mean... I'm biased anyway because of Man United yeah. and that always have been but I still always think he's I know they're different but I just always pick him if I had to pick one he would be the number one over even Messi. before the tournament yeah yeah, yeah. even yeah. before the tournament the thing, yeah. I love, the thing I love Ronaldo that no one else would do and I, I absolutely think he would plan as well you know, you know when you've got that free kick you know he's on a hat trick yeah and he gets that free kick against Spain all he's thinking in his head is I'm going to roll my shorts up because this is going to be a moment where people are going to remember. Recording. I need an iconic moment for me because yeah. I'm that big-headed. I'm that, I'm, I know I'm that good. That's so he rolls his, He rolls... Yeah, that's the statue they're going to build on me when yeah. I win this World Cup. So he yeah. rolls his shorts up and then he goes and does that. And you think, not even Messi would have done that. Like that. Yeah. I, I love the arrogance. That's, that's what I like. But um, what, about, what about your thoughts on the World Cup? It was good. good. Bad, no, it was really good. I was really lucky because I was away like, on holiday for most of it. So yeah. I literally watched every single game Where was you in bar about three uh, Dominican Republic oh, yeah. yeah just I'll, I'll rub it in if you want not but, Costa Rica uh, no <laughs> yeah you text me before and we're like oh, oh I it must, be, having a great it must time. be really good it must yeah. be on everywhere there I'm like because Dominican Republic aren't in the World Cup yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like ah oh, okay yeah uh, but that was I, so I watched like all the group stage basically all the group stage games and probably the low point was France Denmark was yeah. the time what do you mean like a just as a terrible game. Yeah, time was right because the first game was at nine in the morning. Yeah. So we go have some breakfast. Normally missed the first half, and then got watched that. Second game would be on about two, and then the second, the other game was on at four. It was perfect. And then I had the whole evening, so it's good. But I, I thought it was an awesome World Cup. Like, was, you know, like they were really worried. It's like previous World Cups where everyone was really defensive and the games were a bit boring, and there were lots of those France Denmark type games. Honestly, that was the only one I can think of that was a crap game. I thought all the others were amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I watched as many group games as I could. Not all of them, obviously, because being at work. But um, but the timings were I thought were good because it meant we could catch most of the games. Even though, yeah, if you have a nor- a nine to five job, you could still catch a fair amount of the games. Yeah. You know what put on? I, well, I realized when I got back to work, I hadn't realized that they'd put like a. a uh, projector, projector on one of the walls yeah. so basically they were showing all the games all day anyway so obviously you couldn't watch it if you're working and stuff but it, like people were wandering by looking at the games so did they not do that yours? no we work at work <laughs> <laughs> come on once in four years <laughs> yes. was there um, was there anyone pre-tournament that you was looking at or thought was going to step up obviously you've got the the regular guys like Ronaldo uh, Messi do you know what I was really 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 hopeful for Kane because Last when the last Euros came around, Kane was still doing his thing, and it was yeah. like Kane, but he was just burnt out and he, he died and didn't have a very good. Do you think uh, he was injured? I wasn't sure if he was injured. Well, this tournament, this tournament, oh, in the second half oh, for sure. In the se- he, was he was either tired or something by the end of it. But he had a great start, and yeah. that like, I think his high point was Colombia. I think he played well, really well against Colombia. Mark is the resident Harry Kane hater. 
So, not in the Premier League, but in the World Cup, I, I don't think he had a good tournament. I think still going to be. What, 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 was, be what, was, your, what was your statement? Yeah, we're going to talk the top of our, our World Cup eleven later. But you said that this is the, what the worst golden boot in World well, Cup history. Well, in my memory, I was thinking if you looked at Kane's highlights, he scored <laughs> be about as good as Griezmann's. What's he scored? <laughs> two, two or three penalties. Yeah, a deflection. Two tap-ins and one deflection off the back of his ankle. Yeah, yeah, one that hit him and went in. It was. Yeah, in total, it, it, and I, I'm trying to think the penalties. Did he win any of the penalties? Um, yeah, it was being yeah. like literally yeah. every corner he was being wrestled to the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing is, but do you not think the fact that he actually scored the goals and he put them away emphatically? Yeah, his penalties were impressive. And, and penalties, but, that was crazy. Yeah, those two yeah, penalties were yeah. crazy. No but doubt. I think, no I, think doubt. I think he came out and had a poor tournament. I think he's. I, I think England had a great tournament. But I think Harry Kane was one of those that don't doesn't come back with as he he was our our main man he was our captain he's our world class player but I don't think he comes back he didn't play world class at the World Cup still got a golden boot still got a golden boot still got a golden boot that's what I say and um if your if your job is to score goals score goals however it now and um, I, I mean you, you were saying at the time and it's probably true that. He, I think, because of the captaincy, he probably felt he was having to do more than just be a goal scorer. So he was, he was probably running around a bit too much. He wasn't in the positions he should be all the time, which probably added to it. Well, that's what but I want to say because, well, one, who are you going to put in place of him? And two, well, no one. Well, yeah, exactly, no one. But two, a lot of the England players said that it's important for him to be in the team and, and be captain and playing and being on the pitch oh, because of the impact that he has outside of just being a goal scorer. Oh, definitely, I would start him every single game. Yeah. That's never been in doubt. But I would have liked to see at times potentially him moved or taken off. Like there was some it's yeah, it, after Colombia, it was clear he was not not going to score for the. I think he only had. I don't That's know easy this, to say. Clearly, he's not going to score for the rest I of the think, tournament. But he, I think this. I don't. I don't have to stat, but I think it was like two shots on target. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't well, great. That's the whole of it. Wasn't like, we had we had the least shots on target of any of any team in the tournament. It wasn't yeah. like he was in the position or he was missing chances he was just not even in games and a couple no. of games against the better teams like Croatia like well third place playoff against Belgium none of us really cared but there were certain games which were made for Vardy and I would like to have seen later in the game yeah. Vardy given a chance but I, the problem is, is we always worry about penalties so we're like okay he's a penalty kick taker so even though he's had a bad 90 minutes and we're in extra time we never consider doing anything with him because he has to take a penalty if it goes to penalty. Also, what, what does that, that cost say? us against Croatia. We lost in extra time. But what does that say if, if 110 minutes Gareth Southgate pulls the captain Harry Kane off? What does yeah. that say? That just tells everyone we're shutting up shop trying tired. to get a penalty. Yeah, against but, Croatia, it's the semi-final. Yeah, like, but... It, yeah, it, he, didn't, he didn't react at all. I, I, I love Southgate. I, everything he's done. Yeah. The one criticism I have is he seemed to react really slow with his substitutes. His subs were, were so late. Because, I mean, I don't know if we're conditioned to have it around the 65th, 70th yeah, minute Yeah, the mark. premiership, that's just how It's it always going to be that, and there's going to be subs that are going to be made. What was he going at sometimes? He was going deep into the 70th minutes, um, 80 plus sometimes. And even when there wasn't extra time, even in the group games, when you know it's a, there's going to be a draw. Um, yeah, I thought he was... Outside, that is probably the only criticism. But other than that, his waistcoat was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Gary, I think was it Gary Neville when he said it on in one of the commentaries that he was saying when he looked back on the time with Roy Hodgson and, and that Iceland game in particular. Like if you if there was anything, obviously lots could change. But like what's yeah. the one thing? He said the, the massive mistake we made is we didn't do the subs early enough. Yeah. We, for whatever I don't know why we waited so long. Now? We just kept waiting because we, we thought we'd turn it around. Um, yeah. But when that, you're watching the game, you can see that at yeah. least. At least you need a bit of a, a bit of energy. I guess know? what the difference is is in the Premier League, you're playing at least once a week, majority of the time more. In the World Cup, you only have a set number of games, so you you're not saving players for other games. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to win that game there and then. It's not about thinking of what the next game is. Yeah, but you kind of got to get a balance as well because the games are much closer together, it seems like, and they're much... They're, yeah, they're, they're more frequent. Three, four days apart. Yeah, yeah, and you have to have faith in your squad. If you bring a squad of... How many is it? 20, 23. 23, 23-man squad. Yeah. Um, I think that you have to use them. 
use them. And I know this is going to be uh, absolutely um, sort of. This is a totally biased comment, and I said it before the tournament. I think that this, this tournament. This is a biased comment. Here coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming. You know what is coming. What am I going to say? I have no idea. Yeah. You can say anything. This, this, the the team, the tournament at points, I oh, think, was missing it. Jack Wilshire. Oh come on, Jack Wilshire. Yeah, it was, it time. was. If you're going to take six defenders, and you're not even going to use them all. Why not just bring in a player that can at points do something? Um, what can he? You know, what can he do? Like, you can, you'd say that, but and I know Lallana wasn't quite fit, whatever. But you yeah. say that, but Lallana. 100% of the time would be a better option than Jack Wilshere. 100% of the time. Because if you want a midfielder that can do something a bit different, that has a bit of skill, two-footed, can do all sorts of... of just change a game. How many times does Jack Wilshere come on and change a game? I don't know who come you on. think Lallana is, but he's not that type of guy. He's not going to be um, beaten players. Before he got injured, players. he was our best player. For mm. about for our qualifying period, he was our, one of our, if not the best, one of our best players. Well, the thing is, like when you look at the Belgium game, when you saw Yanazai do what he did, obviously he's not a starting player, but he was a squad player at the time. At any point in any game, he could just do something which is uh, going to result in something positive. I don't think you could look at any England player, probably top to bottom, even in the starting lineup sometimes, but especially on the bench. Who are you going to bring on that can do something um, when you need it most? And Rashford. I think, uh, Rashford. Rashford, yeah, but he wasn't going to come on that game. And he probably should have come on more often, but also from midfield. Wilshire, I think, could have been that guy. I mean, who else? And, and Lallana was injured, so I don't even think we could talk about him. Yeah, I, I think Lallana would have been there had he been fit. Yeah, but he wasn't fit. Yeah, Wilshire yeah. was. And I think that Wilshire showed that he was. He played a run of games. Uh, he was fit enough to go into it. And he started looking good at the end of the season. So, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I, yeah, I don't... Whenever you looked at the subs from midfield, who was you going to pick on? Everyone was saying Rusev off the cheek. Like, and I, I think he's really, really good. But if that's going to be the guy coming off the bench, you're probably lacking in depth. Yeah, but then I think that comes down to the fact that they never seem to trust Vardy or Welbeck. Like, we, we, yeah. we, we were talking about who we bring off the bench to get a goal and we don't even look at our strikers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, one of the games I was like, I'd like to see Welbeck come on because he's so clumsy. He's just a menace. Yeah, and he might just mix things up a bit. Like against Croatia, and yeah, against Croatia, I remember thinking Vardy would be good because he's tends to do good against teams that are better than the team he's playing in. So he's his goals obviously come against the top teams. It if you just need to lump the ball forward, Vardy's one of the best at that. Leicester's Champions League run was based on it, and there were times where you're like, well. Welbeck was just a nothing player. He was never even, never even considered. Like even the Belgian game where we played our B team, he was even considered. They come on. Did he come on? Yeah, he came on. Yeah. Remember, remember we were in the pub and everyone started cheering because Welbeck was coming on. Yeah. He was the twenty third man. He got the. He got a minute. And no, but they were thinking you can't even trust him in a game you want to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't weren't, weren't the people cheering because of who was coming off instead of him? I can't remember. Oh, can't remember. Well, we, we were saying it during that game. We were like. You should bring well, like, yeah. it was a good game for Welbeck, and then he did. Uh, no, but, I think so. But it just reminds so. me how how poor Delhi Ali was this tournament. Yeah. I, yeah. But again, was yeah. he fit? He was. He played. He was injured in the first half of the first game. Played on till nearly seven, 60 minutes, seventy minutes. Got subbed, and you just wonder if there's enough time to recover from any injuries. So, but yeah, there's again, he's a young player that just. I, I don't write. I, I don't write any of the England team off. I think this this World Cup's good. There'll be certain players like Ashley Young, Danny Welbeck, who won't ever get near the team again. But Fabian Delph. But I don't even know why he was in there in the first place. But I, I like Fabian. No, why? Why? It was pointless. What a pointless. I mean, he's, he's pointless at Man City he, for me. I don't understand. How, how can you say he's pointless when he's in the title winning team? Oh, he played on. a ton of games out of position. I think team. he looks composed. On yeah, the completely. He looks I calm. Agree. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because well then what what what's his what's his position first of all I know he's a utility player he's, he's a Phil Neville he's a Phil Neville uh, he's a Phil utility Neville. Yeah, yeah I guess that's, that's his position and that's fine if you're good enough like like you said Mark he's good on the ball uh, and he'll pick a pass but he's also tenacious he'll he'll make tackles in midfield if you need someone to fill in at left back or right back he just will and he's quite good at it I mean yeah. it's just it's a good person to have in your squad and yeah. and sometimes you have got to take the season into account and you're like if you're English and you're at Man City you pretty much have made the squad yeah. If you're an attacking player at Liverpool, you've pretty much made the squad. Like is Henderson an attacking player? No, but well, I, I, <clears throat> that's that's a tough one because Henderson 
I mean, if you actually look at a lot of the Liverpool games and the games where they were just where Salah and everyone scoring goals for fun, actually the one thing Klopp's got Henderson doing last season is playing balls forward, and most of it starts with him. I know he's not the guy getting the assist or he's not the guy playing the killer pass. I get that, but everything starts with him, and I think they have worked a way of building it around him, which is he tight. started the tournament well. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he did. He, 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 he was out. one of the main causes why we went long ball against Croatia. Yeah, he just he started lost, going he, for that, lost, that route one thing. Yeah. But then there were aspects when he just kept winning the ball, and I was thinking, all right, like we need someone who's going to work as a pivot, receive the ball, turn around, and play it forward. He, all he was doing was playing it back to his defenders. Actually, yeah, against but that's Croatia, him going back. Have done that. That's him going I mean, back into his shell against Croatia. He yeah, it's I safe. Think. It's safe. It's like well, on the stat sheet, you're gonna get, you're gonna say, oh, he's completed ninety eight percent of his passes, hasn't lost the ball. But in 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 actuality, he's not really done much with it. You know, he's passing it backwards every time and looking for Harry Maguire to burst forward and try and make something happen. Yeah. But, um, so back to the question of. Pre-tournament. <laughs> Pre-tournament, yeah, yeah. yeah. We kind of went on a tangent. What was the question? That's right. No, I'm just, <laughs> who, did I'm just we, saying, like, who did we think would have a good World Cup before the World Cup? Who oh, did yeah. you expect? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I thought Sane, but then he never went. Oh, yeah. You know what? yeah, Sane was the one, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? That's so funny. I, I thought Sane so much that, you know um, that app, the Football Index, where you can yeah. like you can buy players, it's like a stock. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. literally bought Sane before the World Cup <laughs> because I thought he's going to have an amazing World Cup and go up in value and then I was like ah oh, that was stupid but luckily that, stupid. that I think works on press coverage yeah so it's, the it's, moment he I didn't make the squad he would have gone up in value because there would have been loads of coverage on Sane I love it and do either of you play it? either of you use it? no so is it a real money app? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like stocks and shares, but you're buying yeah. footballers. This isn't it's... a sponsor of the podcast, no. by the way, but you can if you want in the future. I guess other apps are out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also other apps. I don't think they are, though, actually. Yeah. I think that's the only one of its kind. Yeah, I, th- I it's think clever. Clever. you could do the real stocks and share market. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's going to be our second podcast. <laughs> yeah, aligned with Brexit. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sane, I put Sane, I, was, I had two different fantasy football teams going into it, and I had Sane in both of them. Yeah, me too. So I was really, yeah, I was really disappointed. I mean, I love him. I've, he's probably my new favourite player, even though um, he's a Man City player. But I think he's pure class. But again, Mark doesn't think he's that great. Um, but because what, what, what was your, what was your point against Sane? He's a lesser. He's a lesser Sterling. You said he's a lesser Sterling. That's what you originally said. Mbappe is a more complete version of Sane. And Mbappe is what fifteen years younger than him. <laughs> He's 15 years old, isn't he? Yeah, 15 and a half year old Mbappe, superstar. We'll talk about him for a little bit. Well, I don't know, actually, with the French team, who, who was their best player throughout the entire tournament? Because we can't think of it, I'll probably... It's tough because you'll probably say Kante. Because it's very easy well, to overlook him. I know, yeah, I, I have but 100% of a team. His position doesn't is, is easier. So it's... Easier? It's harder to be a winger than it is to be a defensive. Of course. Winger. So it's like he was probably one of. Without for me, it was really that's a really easy question. It's Kante and Varane. They were by far and away the best player. I, I know Kante didn't have a great final, and <clears throat> but he the other six games he played yeah. was instrumental, and he. He is the reason someone like Pogba could do what he did. You just know when he's... Like, it just makes such a difference well, when he's Pogba in the team. stepped up in the knockout stage. Yeah, he did. So as a tournament overall, mm. I think Pogba stepped up when it mattered. Like, he, he got better as the tournament went on. I still... I, I don't know if is I just... when he changed his hair? Did he change his hair? No, no, he just didn't do anything with his yeah. hair. So, I, the, my problem with Pogba, and I don't know if it's the same reason that Ozil gets a rap, is because... He's you know good. He's so good. He should be the best midfielder in the world. Yeah. Like he's got all the attributes. He should be. And every yeah. time he's not, every game you watch him when he's not that good, you just go, oh, he's had a bad game. But actually, he's just not having the greatest game ever. But you, he's just how he's set high, such high, 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 high. Really easy to look at him. Guys, he didn't have a great game, but actually, he didn't do that much wrong. He just yeah. didn't do anything world class for half an hour. You know. And those but, transfer fees get. More ridiculous. Yeah. He's eighty nine million. Yeah, it's looking like a will, snip. will yeah. actually play less of a part in Graham Tunes's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I was just thinking, um, should we check? Should we check? It's been working. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can yeah, pause, pause it. it. Yeah. All right. We're recording. Right. So why don't we get into our starting eleven of the World Cup? I'm sure there's going to be a bit of overlap through what we talk about, but. Um, 
This is our homework for the week. Well, this is our homework. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? Do you want to start with goalkeepers specifically? You want to go from defenders? <laughs> I want to start yeah. with your goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you kick us off with your goalkeeper? Kick Chris? off with our goalkeeper, sure. It's supposed to be the best goalkeeper in the world. Well, world. Best, yeah. the, the, th- the thing with this goalkeeper is that, uh, to be honest, I, can't, I could not really think of one that I thought was outstanding, to be honest. Um, and I remember him, I can't even remember what game it was, but I thought he had an outstanding game. My, my goalkeeper is the Mexico goalkeeper, Ochoa. It's, it's definitely because of his hair. Isn't it? Absolutely. And it, it goes against, because everyone was saying it's fantastic, it looks like Ted from How I Met Your Mother. Now, I hate Ted from How I Met Your Mother, so it kind of, I'm a bit conflicted with it, but he does have great hair. He had one game I thought was outstanding. I can't think of any play, anyone else. So, Achoa is in my starting eleven for my goalkeeper. Right. Um, well, surprise, surprise, he's not in mine. No. No. Who's yours? Uh, so I went Subasic. Subasic. Uh The Croatian goalkeeper. Obviously made it the final. Obviously unbelievable saving penalties. Just generally thought he had a good game, but he he made a big enough difference in a lot of games. Could uh, pick him out in the lineup. I uh, well. You could if you were playing the Croatia kit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, again, I don't think there was... There was there was a few good goalies in it, don't get me wrong, but there wasn't like an, an obvious, outstanding number one goalie like there has been in the past with Buffon or whoever. Except for Ochoa. But... But, yeah, Supersips got his team to the final, made a big difference in a lot of the knockout games, saved a lot of penalties and shootouts. You know, what more can you can ask for for your goalie? Yeah. I, 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 think the, I think there were... I think the problem was there's too many good goalies. I think Pickford had a good tournament after a shaky start. Subotic, I think mainly because he saves a lot of penalties. Like he, that, it, what Croatia won two penalty shootouts. Yeah. And in one of them, well, against Denmark, he saved three. So, I it does influence. But I've I've gone with Schmeichel because Denmark Croatia the game they went out on. The defender open goal gets rounded. Defender takes the guy out to give away a penalty as the last last minute of the game to keep your country in the World Cup. Saves a penalty, actually saves two in the shootout. And the Denmark Croatia penalty shootout, it felt like every penalty kick the goalkeeper seemed to get bigger. It it seemed harder to score a penalty than any penalty shootout I've seen. But for me, Schmeichel, he. Unfortunately, he couldn't get Denmark past Croatia, but there's only so much he can do if if his team if he saves two penalties out of five in a penalty shootout, you would normally expect to go through. Right, that was a lot for Schmeichel. We've got yeah. a lot of players to get through. So also, who's in? <laughs> and he's yeah, he's he's gorgeous. I think he's probably one of the best looking players in the World Cup. But that's for another starting eleven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get that for a cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring him my twin brother for that yeah. one. But all right, um, who's your centre back stand? So I've gone for Godin and Moran. Godin, I've got Godin too. I've gone Maguire and Moran. Oh, I've got Maguire. Uh, Maguire, Godin, Maguire. Why so Godin? Okay, uh, so same thing for you probably. I know Uruguay didn't get as far as I wanted them to get, as I'd hoped. I had a bet on the pre-tournament. Um, but, but they basically kept a clean sheet almost every game they played. He was immense, front and back. Like every corner landed on his head, whether he was attacking it or defending it. And he's just generally... He's just an awesome defender. I think what you want. I think Godin is especially sometimes as well. He's one of those defenders that maybe if someone wasn't that into football and you looked at play, you wouldn't understand why he was so good. good. But he just seems to be. I don't. He just seems to be unbeatable. He's intelligent. He's not particularly quick. He's not particularly big. He's not particularly strong. He just. He's just a. He's just a class centre back. He just knows how to defend. He knows what he's doing. Doesn't. He doesn't even look like he says much or that he sweats. But yeah, I just. um, I just think he's outstanding. He was outstanding before the tournament. He was outstanding in the tournament. Um, and um, playing at the age of 45 is quite an achievement. <laughs> um, he does look old. Yeah, Harry Maguire. So we've both got Harry Maguire, me and Mark. And we've both got Moran, and you've both got Godin. So yeah. between us, we've kind of got... Yeah, that's that's three. the three, right? We've got like three. If we change our formation. Well, there was, a lot, there was a lot of defenders that I thought were really, really good. And um, I mean, I... <laughs> Being sort of fantasy football wise, I really wanted to put um, Yerry Minner in it. He's got three goals in three games. I mean, he's a centre back, but I didn't. I don't know why I'm talking about him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Harry Maguire for me. I know it's difficult. It, most people are going to say that Kieran Trippier is their player for England um, in that tournament. For me, 
I just thought Harry Maguire was immense. He just showed himself to be a top-class centre-back, easily the best English one we have. And I didn't think that was going to come from him, Peter. I didn't even know he was going to start. No, yeah. Cahill would have been the safe choice. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. I, I I to be fair, I think we haven't really talked a lot about, about Varane, but obviously won the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, he's like, um, he's deceptively quick. Uh, so many no, times. No, he ain't, he's black. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> of course I can, I'm black. <laughs> it's our podcast just went to a different level. <laughs> no, but he, he's, well, I mean, deceptively quick. He doesn't look like it. He runs a bit like bow legged as well. You know, um, Pirates used to be deceptively quick because how he ran. I'm yeah. not saying he runs like Pirates, but he's got a weird run. Like, his gait, gait, yeah. His gait is weird. But the thing with Ran is, at least two or three times I actually remember, he was losing in a race. Like, he was so far back in a race to get to the ball, you never thought... I think he's rangy. He was never going to make that tackle. And yeah. he made that tackle with room to spare yeah. almost every time. So he, I, I think he he's a class act. I know Mourinho wanted him badly when he left Mobile Madrid, um, and probably still does, but I think he's he's going to be one of the best... I don't know the best in the world. People will be talking about him as a centre-back. So, yeah, I think three good choices. Yeah, Maguire was tough. I mean, I was close. Maguire was close. It was tough. There was, was, was a good few centre-backs. I'm not... Pressure some Varane because it comes down to do you take their average performance over the World Cup or do you say Varane was outstanding in a key game against Belgium? And he was. And he was, he was good in a few the, games. I think he was good in the final. Yeah, but France were quite shaky in the group stage. And like, yeah, they came so into it. Yeah, they grew true. into the it's, tournament. It's, I think that was my struggle with all the French players was they grew into the tournament and... Actually, it was quite They aged. I mean, they all started at 14 years of age, and then they, <laughs> they ended the at average age of 28. Yeah, so. They peaked. Yeah, they peaked. Yeah. Um, fullbacks. I feel like we're going to have differences of opinions, maybe. I think it was quite... Maybe with one, but I think the right back, I think... Have we all got the same? Yeah. Who's to be true? I know... So, I haven't gone trip yet. Wow. Well, yeah. Hipster Danny Hay. Yeah. No, and I... Controversial. So, the thing for me, and it's a bit stupid, but... Mounier for Belgium. The reason I chose Mounier is because one, he had a really I'm good tournament. Yeah, I can see you shaking your head. But the reason is when you take Mounier, like I'm looking at like the best players have the biggest impact on their team, and you wouldn't think taking a right back out of Belgium would have such an impact. But the, the one game he didn't play, which was against France, they were they had no sh- they were all over the place because actually when you watch them play, they rely so heavily on Mounier making those runs and that's why he gets those assists that's why he gets in the end and scores a few goals because they play that's how they so the reason you've picked him is because of the game he didn't play yeah because actually it made it you may realise how good he was process of elimination we may realise how good he was when he did lost the game Trippier never played against Belgium yeah Uh, come on there you go there you go I'm not saying it was close obviously Trippier was unbelievable I just think Trippier's set piece was amazing all that stuff I think all rounds, Mounier could do everything. He's quick, defend. I, I just think we've got two 30 year olds, 129, and um, <laughs> what do you mean here? Yeah, in this room, and our footballing lives peaked when Trippier scored that free kick. Yeah, I mean, that was we big. were convinced that we were going to a World Cup yeah. final. Yeah, for, for a good five minutes, I was convinced not only were we going to the final, we were going to route. <laughs> Push, roll over Croatia. I thought we had got a good start. We'd scored the goal. And for five minutes, I genuinely thought we're getting to a final here. Didn't think we'd win the final, but... I'm getting emotional. Get well, I mean, just because of that, that's what he if, has to if, make the team. If England got to the final, Trippier would be one of the favourites to be player of the tournament. And I'm, I don't know if you could yeah, have said that about yeah. your right back. So we all agree you're wrong. Right, good. Well, no, I don't agree I'm wrong. Trippier makes the team. Left back. I've gone Marcelo. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, Great I, hair I, as well, isn't it? It's the hair. You've got to have a Brazilian in a World Cup team. You've, uh, it just, to be honest, I don't think there was many standout left backs. I was struggling. And I was like, well, which left back had one good game? And I'll get Marcelo had, had a good game. I, I don't, to be honest, the left backs are really poor here. Chadley was probably one of the best <laughs> left backs in the tournament. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he didn't play left back, yeah. but whatever. Or well, left wing. Um, well, we, me and you and Chris have gone for Hernandez, haven't we? The, yeah, the, yeah. And I only, I only picked him because you said him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
looking hipster. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I remember him I mean, playing well. he did well, also so. win the World Cup. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely remember him playing well. I picked him times. thinking he was a Spanish player. No. <laughs> it, doesn't he play for Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's just move yeah, on. Yeah, let's back. I think, I think Hernandez probably makes it because he won the World Cup. Certainly over Marseille. Uh, midfield. What formation have we played? So I've, 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 I've gone, gone for a midfield three. I've gone for a midfield three. I've kind of gone four four two. All right, let me just run through my midfield. I've gone for Kante, Modric, and De Bruyne. Okay. I think Kante, obviously, uh, part of it is picking this eleven is you want perfect, you want a good balance. And even though Kante was probably one of the best players in the tournament, he's always uh, excellent type of player that that just does the little things. He does. He doesn't look outstanding to most players, but if you know what you, if you know what you're looking at, he's pure class. Um, De Bruyne, I mean, it might be because I, I do like him. He had some good games, maybe not some great games. Um, he was he was great when he was played when he was pushed further forward. Yeah. That's when he was great. He yeah. was allowed to be free. As soon as you told him he was pushed out on the wing or he was filling in yeah. by his defensive mid. Yeah. Yeah, he still picks an unbelievable pass, but you don't get the same De Bruyne. I'm not holding um, that against him. I think that's why I picked him. Fair enough. Um, and Modric played with a tournament. He was uh, yeah, he was just. Immense throughout. I mean, he looked like he he got ill during the tournament. He was so pale and gone. Yeah. I mean, he was ill before yeah. he started. Yeah. He always looks ill. And I mean, he's opposite to Achoa because Achoa is really good looking and he's disgusting. <laughs> he looks like a goblin, but he's a class player. Um, yeah, had a great sort of. Fair enough. Yeah, he was your midfielder. Um, so I've well, I've gone four four two, but I, I was clutching a little bit because you could argue it's like a four two four, but. We yeah, let's not overcomplicate. We're not overcomplicating it. So I've also gone Kante and Modric in the middle, obvious reasons. And then for wingers, I've gone for Perisic on the left and Hazard on the right. I told you he was good. Oh, come on now. <laughs> anyone that had him in the fantasy team. Uh, so, I mean, Perisic, do you know what? It reminded me, um, the last World Cup, he was also class. He was really good. And was it last season when Man United were, gonna, were talking about buying him? And I was like, actually... The only recollection I have of him, because I've never watched him play for Inter, is that he was really good at World Cup. And then you watch him in this World Cup, it's just what you want in a winger. He's like a classic winger. He's tenacious, he's quick, he plays a good ball, he's got a great shot on him. It's just what you want. I think he had a really good tournament. And so. unlike Varane, who's deceptively quick, he's, he's deceptively, he's deceptively slow. slow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's white, so there you go. We're not, no, we're not having that. No? Yeah, you can't say that. Guys? <laughs> well, well, yeah, the I'm can not white. We can say that. You can't say that. Um, and then on the other side is Hazard because I mean it's Hazard Eden Hazard obviously well what does that mean he's well, no, Eden Hazard as in, he had a he, he is world class I know he doesn't always play like he's world class but he had some I, top top I games. had Hazard in the running for player of the tournament mm. yeah I think I it felt a little bit like Modric won it because he was there when they were giving the awards nah, out when they were tough. giving the awards out they were like we'll give the young one to Mbappe and the main one to Modric because Clearly, Belgium, just none of their players would have really won it. It was a bit like when Messi won it in the last World Cup. Yeah. They didn't, he didn't want it. I, well, I mean, I don't know about that, maybe. But, yeah, that's uh, a bit rough. I still think, I'm, I'm with you, though. I think he was up there as one of the best players in the tournament. Because oh, he, he just had class games. Like, he, he showed the hazard of a few years ago. You know, he he did. He did have good games. unbeatable. And, um. and Belgium, the be- I, I've said it, but I've, the Belgium-France semi-final was really the final. We all knew the other side of the draw that England got. The reason we were happy is because it was yeah. the B-sides. The seeded the seed teams didn't do what they were meant to do. It's a good so. thing we lost that game against Belgium, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was the B-side. And I just think Hazard really stepped up. I, Modric had a great, a great tournament, but Croatia still had to win on penalties in two of their knockout games, even though it was on the B-side. So True. Good point. It. I just felt. Uh, for me, Hazard was was up there, if not player of the tournament. Yeah. I think you'd struggle to argue against him. Um, in my front three, called up from the under fourteens of France national team. Let's not worry about my midfield three. Then. Yeah. Oh, have you not? Yeah. Yeah. Skip right over his. <laughs> I thought you were done. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, I've gone three. Talk for second. Because uh, I've got Hazard up up on the wing as one of my forwards. But yeah, yeah. I've got. Well, Rakitic, Modric and Pogba as my midfield three. Rakitic? Yeah, I think he, he was the deepest of 
some of the Croatian players. I thought he had a, a really clean. I think Rakitic and Modric played well together. I, I don't know. Rakitic. I feel, I feel like uh, he had some good games. Don't get me wrong. Right? I feel like uh, to say he was the best midfielder in like over Kante, Rakitic. Yeah, I think Kante's Kante does what Kante does. He's he just he allowed Pogba to grow into the tournament. That's why I put Pogba ahead of Kante because Kante's job was to help him get the best Pogba. So that's weird. That's why I put Kante because <laughs> he did his job really well. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, kind of that's a, what you'd like to hope from yeah. a player in your team. I don't know because, like, I think Modric, Rakitic, and Pogba—they—I mean, imagine that mid three, middle three. Yeah, they just play football. It's like. Yes, Kante wins tackles. He covers a lot of ground, but he's just not Is exciting. he that good? Yeah. He's just not exciting. <laughs> you know, like, this, this is yeah, the right, right. every four years. Like, come on. Like, all right, fair I enough. picked a pretty solid back four and a good keeper. So yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> you feel like we're, we're yeah. attacked now. That's at front six. Yeah. All right. So, and then, uh, what I'm really interested in, I'm assuming we all run Harry Kane, particularly based on your comment about half an hour. I kind of want to leave that to last because I wanted to hear Mark's one. So let's talk about... The, all right. Well, let's just talk about because you went front two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, and like I said, it was a bit of an off formation, but basically Kane and Mbappe. Because Kane and Mbappe. Kane got the goal, goal boot, and Mbappe was probably the best striker. If, yeah, was definitely the best striker. Well, in my front three, I've gone Hazard on the left, uh, Mbappe on the right, and Harry Kane as my f- uh, front three. But who was yours, Mark? So I went Hazard on the left, Mbappe on the right, and Lukaku. Oh wow. All right. What? Wait, I, you actually didn't put Kane in? Yeah. No. Well, I, 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 Lukaku had a better tournament than Kane. He got the golden boot. I, I think yeah. that just that naturally qualifies I you to, in a, in a, to get it. I, 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 just, I don't know. Lukaku is such a tough one. I agree he had some good games, um, but he went missing in a lot of them as well. Like He had spurts of 20 minutes where he was good and did nothing for I think he went missing less. Then Harry, Harry Kane went missing. If you're going to say he moment. went missing as an argument why Harry Kane deserves it more, I'm like, but I'm not because Lukaku's, Lukaku's last three games of the tournament were just as bad as Kane's last three games of the tournament. Basically, yes. he also didn't score. He also didn't get any. Tr- I mean, he missed so many sitters. I mean, you can't say Kane missed a load of sitters and did like when the chance presented it, he scored. <laughs> Lukaku did what he does, which is had some terrible he, touches, missed a load, even against England. Like, come on, like, he could have scored two or three easily if his touch was just better. You can't, it's just not that good. But I don't, I, you, it's like, you're just giving it to the penalty kick taker because he scored the most goal. I, I, he, he, Kane did not have a good tournament. He's actually one of my, as I said before, he's he, he just disappointed. He was our world-class player and I don't think he played world-class. He got the golden boot. I'm just yeah, giving it to him for that. He has to be point. in the squad. No, he? I, think, I think he's, has to. as I said, he's, uh, of the World Cups, he'll be one of the worst golden boot. Like, they, they won't show his highlight reel. Let's, let's face it. He's I'm not hating, bro. They, but they won't. Uh, they I've never seen Gary Lineker's highlight reel. I haven't. From 1986, where he won the golden boot. I just know that he won the golden boot. I actually haven't seen the highlight reel. How many of his goals have happened? Or, I don't know. Literally no idea. But, yeah, it, it's just... When the group, the knockout stages come, Harry Kane went missing. And we, we said, was he not fit? So earlier we asked that question, which means we were making excuses for him. They said he wasn't fit. The camp said, the, the camp said he was fit. Southgate said he was fit. But in this room we said, look, he must not have been fit because we made excuses. So a player who we make excuses for should not be in our team. Who... um. Who, uh, what players Sweet were there Daddy. that you... Yeah. I'm Sweet Daddy. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I would never, I'm still not picking Lukaku over Well, Kane. no, I'm not telling you to pick Lukaku. I'm just justifying why Fair it's enough. not... Yeah, no, for, I, I get it. I get what it. players were on your on the periphery of it? What ones did you... You could have put in, but didn't? Well, the centre-forward, it's... Because um, would that be Harry Kane, your second one? Why? Because he won the goal. Yeah. He goes down... Griezmann for me. Griezmann was another one where yeah. 
Well, because the thing with Griezmann, like he, and it's funny because they they, they show talked about it before the tournament about how they were preparing, they were preparing for the last sixteen. They <clears throat> talk about they in France talk about the World Cup in two halves. So when you get past the group, it's like the start of it. And Griezmann just turns up in knockout stages, mm. and yeah, he also scored mostly penalties and whatever. But he played well. He was still still World Cup winner. Did what he needed, and I, so he was close. Obviously, people like Trippier and we talked about him were close. Ronaldo was probably close. Ronaldo, but the group stages, yeah, yeah, the free kick that moment. Um, I had um the French right back, uh, Pavard. Yeah, I thought he was excellent. Um, never heard of him before. Oh, you uh, mean like just at any position? Just any position, no, just any position. Because oh, okay. I, I, I couldn't go. I couldn't do a, a second eleven. <laughs> we'll be here all night. Yeah, oh, yeah. but um, yeah. Uh, Pavard, I thought was excellent. He was just someone, uh, maybe because I didn't know who he was, but I thought he was outstanding for France, um, pretty solid. And I think he's probably going to be a player that we'll hear about a lot in the future. Um, Every Russian player. Oh, oh do, do, you know, do you know? Yeah, do you know who it was? How we haven't got any Russian players? I think is Golovin. 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 I was going to put him in. Class. I was going to. I was thinking about putting him in, but I didn't know. For one match. Yeah. I... I don't, I don't really remember actually. I, I I didn't watch all the Russian randomly. Russia was probably the team I watched the least. I don't know why. I just happened to watch their games the least. But what I did watch and the highlights because of Donald Trump <laughs> might have been. Uh, but Golovin was clearly their best player, and he's just been hasn't he just been signed by someone? No idea. Inter or I don't know. Chelsea were looking at him, but I think he's I think he's just gone somewhere. I can't actually remember. I have no idea, but um. Hey, I was actually thinking about putting him in instead of De Bruyne, but um, yeah, yeah, I was thinking about putting him in. I think he was. I, I thought he was really, really good. Um, but I don't even know why I put De Bruyne in. To be fair, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. Was that great? Yeah, yeah, because it is tough. Because Monaco, Golovin's gone to Monaco. Oh, that's it. Yeah, because if you have a good player who's not a a good international team. It's always going to be tough because they're never going to make the late, like the latter stages of the competition. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So someone like well, Olivier, that's why I went for He went out on penalties in in the knockout stage for Russia, who were the third worst ranked team in the tournament mm. above Saudi Arabia and. Uh, Makes you think. Team. What were they taking? What was yeah. in their water? Well, I mean, not only get political in this thing, but you know, have you seen that uh, Icarus, the documentary? With the yeah. Guy? So you know that guy. Yeah. He came out. Before, I was reading his about it. He came out before. He the was World the assistant Cup. coach. No, he yeah. came out and said <laughs> five of the first team, the Russian first team, have gone to him for help with doping for this World Cup. Yeah. He came, but he refused to say the name, so they couldn't do anything about it. But he literally came out two weeks before the World Cup and said it. But then, the, but in fairness, they're so bad. Even doping, they, they well, still they, well, And that's why no one cared. That's why no one cared. Everyone's like, you know what? So you can run a bit faster. You're still not t- technically better than yeah, Messi yeah. or Ronaldo. So it's take as many though. drugs as you want because it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. How's that going to make you head the ball straight? Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but then uh, we say a lot that. Of neck power, isn't it? We say yeah. that, but now look how good. We're talking about Golovin. He's just gone Monaco. He might have been caked up to his eyes in drugs and it's terrible. Yeah. He's just looking. We don't, we don't know. Add a bit more power to his shot, anything. I mean, who knows? But. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole other rant. I tell you who I really like actually, uh, who's Moroccan. So I was I was really rooting for Moroccan. Was he the forward? Uh, uh-huh. Ziek, I think Ziek. Um, so he plays for Roma, I think. Yeah. Uh, but he he's class. I was really gutted about Morocco not getting through because I was kind of in the back of my head I was a bit like oh, Portugal a bit done. I thought Morocco might just squeeze past them. I knew Spain would struggle, so I thought Morocco if they got there. And to be fair, they played really well in all their games. They were just unlucky against who they came up against, but. Ziek is class. He's a class midfielder. You sure that's his name? I'm pretty sure. Z I Y something. I think. Is he a midfielder? Yeah. Um, Ziek for Ajax. Hakim. Ajax. Ziyech. Ajax. That's it. Yeah. yeah. He is. He's class. He's yeah. really good. He, he could be playing at a better top team. I'm really surprised that he's not. But uh, he was good. I thought when I watched the Morocco games, he just you know like when Mares played played for Leicester and he just stood up above everyone else, so you just know he's class. Yeah, it's exactly what Ziyech looked like when he played for Morocco. He just looked better than everyone. Talking else about coach. Morocco though, what about their coach? Herve Renard. What a good looking man! <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Herve Renard, he's um, he's been at a few World Cups. I think I think he's got he's done like really well in like quite a few World Cups with a, with a load of different. Forty nine years of age. Was there any tracksuit bottoms? 
managers at this World Cup. Ooh, it all seems quite smart yeah. dress. That's the World Cup, then come on. No, I mean, you I don't know. Tony Pulis was in charge of it. <laughs> <laughs> he would still that's be probably, burning his That's head. probably why not. Um, yeah. That's a good point. I, I don't know, but Herb Renard would not have won stretch the bottoms. Fuck no. He would have won nothing if he could. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, we're going to get caught for that. Yeah. Um, right, let's get to some segments. Sure. Yeah. Mark's got a game he wants to play. Ah, let's do our game first, then we can get to some segments. So what's the game, Mark? We've only got 15 minutes left. Enter Jingle Hit. (laughs) Enter Hit. We've got 15 minutes left. We might be really bad at this game, in which case we've just given up all the rest of our time. But let's see what happens. Yeah. But what the beauty with games like this... What's the name of the game, first of all? All right. I've totally ripped this off from another podcast, but it's not a sport podcast, actually, a computer game one. It's a little game called Who Am I? I will give five clues to a player... And you have to attempt to guess the player I'm talking about. I've obviously not gone for some greats and stuff, so but you should know who this. I was is. hoping you'd go for a Korean player called Who, <laughs> and it'd be really funny. But carry on. There's some more casual racism. It's fine. The 1940s. Who's on first, Jim? You're going to bring Jim Davison on yeah. there. Yeah. I'm Costello, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm going to give five clues. What's good is if you don't get it, all our listeners at home get to play along. Hey! If you get it on clue number one. Yeah, tweet at us, at us, at AllTalkFC. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Not right now, but soon. Yeah. Uh, don't <laughs> take, the, don't take the name, please. Don't take the name. We don't have any money to buy it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. All the social media. Yeah, but at us. Instagram, Twitter, Tinder. <laughs> yeah, Tinder. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Alright, clue number one. He played for Arsenal, West Ham, Wolves and Middlesbrough, plus some overseas teams, but I'm only naming the English teams he's played for. The clue here is he played. Not he plays, he played. So that means he's no longer playing. Uh, Clue number two, he retired in 2017. Oh, well, there you go, Dan. Well done. Well, hold on. So, are we, are we doing this? You tell us a clue and then we try and guess, but if we don't get it, go second clue. Yeah. Or, or just, could we go after the, Could we try and guess after the first one? You yeah. can guess. I've forgotten the teams now. Arsenal. Arsenal, <laughs> West Ham, Good Wolves, start, boys. and Middlesbrough. Okay. Mm, the Army. No. Oh. Carry on. Right, so, then, clue two was he retired in 2017. Clue, Clue number three was he was loaned to Celtic by Wenger to get more appearances, but started zero games, saying he fell out with the manager at the time, Gordon Strachan. This is tough, I don't get this at all. Well, we, this is tough. I'm trying to think who's played for me. Is it right tough? Actually, you actually picked a really tough one. Yeah, but like, <laughs> this is one we're never going to get. No, you'll get it as the clues go. All right, go on then. Go on now. Still no, no idea. Clue number four, he was part of the Invincibles. And he played for Wolves. That's the one that's fucking me yeah, up. Yeah. That's messing me up. <laughs> Stop swearing. I can't, man. That's um, what I do. Hold on, hold on. So, Loren. Invincibles. No. He's partly Invincibles. Wiltwood? No. Is that the last clue, that one? No, there's one more clue. Alright. He played seven times for the French under 21 team, but never played for the senior team. Wow. That's tough. He never played for the senior team. He was French. I'd, I'd say we'll talk again, but he played for the senior team. Um, so French, Invincible, played at West Ham, Wolves and Middlesbrough. West Ham. He was loaned to Celtic, but never played. It's just too tough. It's a terrible I feel thing. like it's a, I feel like it's a goalie and that, or something that we just wouldn't I know. Give this Who's position. It? He's a centre forward. Oh. Oh! Oh no, what's his name? Who? Oh no. What, what that French sense of always the French name That's that's the game, Chris. Oh, so we're trying to work out. No, I have no idea, my mind is stumped. It's um oh it's not Robert. Played... No. Not Robert. No, no, I was I didn't finish the name, but what Robert. No. Um, I have no idea. It was yeah, a would you would most recognise him in a probably well you would know, as an Arsenal fan you would have known him for Arsenal, but he played the most for Middlesbrough. I've just got Polo's ended in my head, is that? Nice. Is it, is, it got, is it the one with the crazy hair? No. no. 
Middlesbrough. Yeah. No, but he's he because he was a young fellow. He started really, yeah. really young. But I cannot remember his name. What is his name? Is it like Ali Adier? Ali Adier. Yes. 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 Well oh, done. Yes. yes. That's what I was ah. thinking. I could not get his name. I remember him being kind of like like tanned, didn't it? I thought he's the least memorable in Midsummer. Oh, for sure. Okay. Do you know what? Does when I used count? to work at Barnet, because that was we were what fifteen maybe at that time when that fifteen sixteen. So when I used to work on turnstiles at Barnet, you know Barnet and Arsenal do like a friendly every. Yeah. every summer and they win like 12 nil or whatever yeah. I remember that one year when I was working there and Ali Adier scored I think 9 goals or something ridiculous <laughs> against Barnet and I was just like this guy's not that good come on uh, but yeah that Ali Adier there you go that's tough that was, that was yeah tough. next time be a bit easier because I'm pretty sure for our listeners that's going to be pretty brutal as well I don't know we got it I thought love, I'm in as an in. Arsenal fan you would know all, all your 23 man squads for the Invincibles. Oh, come on, you know me. I ain't that. I, ain't, I can't remember anything. He's the hardest, actually. Yeah, for sure. Like, the next. Yeah, you'd know every other. He's the only one on the Invincibles that would be tough. All right, we'll leave that for another podcast. See if Chris, the Arsenal fan, can actually get all 23 members. Because I'm telling you now, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to get the starting level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terry Henry. That's <laughs> two players. Yeah, um, right. that's good. I like that game. We should make that thing. We'll try that game. We'll put a few yeah. things in the future podcast. I'm sure. Uh, one um, segment that I want to try and do on a regular basis. One called Front Three Back Four. Are you just going to edit it? Out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, edit what out? Well, what we're saying right now, I guess. Oh, I like that. Well, so we're oh, was you actually? We're currently on. 50, I'm just currently on fifty-one minutes. Yeah, I'm just carrying on. Oh, well, no, we're going to have to cut that bit out now, yeah. but we can just talk about it. Shall I start again with that bit about front three back yeah. four? Yeah, front three back four is something we're going to feature throughout all our podcasts. And it's basically something, um, things that are good and things that are bad. Any other segment like Match of the Day has their too good, too bad, um, that kind of thing. So, um, Danny, what's in your front three this week? So, just to be clear, so this is front three is just anything good I've heard, what I liked, what looks a bit cool. If it's football related, that would help, but it could be anything else. Yeah, so, for my, so definitely, one of the things I thought was really awesome. I think in my was, front three, started like that. So in my front three, yeah. uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I can't remember, they were interviewing Eddie Hearn in the airport. He literally just landed, I don't know where from. Box in Pomona, Eddie Hearn. So, yeah, some crazy rich place, probably. And uh, they were interviewing, I can't remember why, they were talking about the boxing, and they mentioned something about the World Cup and how he'd enjoyed it, and then um, he said, oh, actually... Um, randomly we were on the beach he was with his wife he was with his kids and he looked over and he said it wasn't like a really really posh place but obviously it was posh he looked over and there's Raheem Sterling with his, his family um, and his kids were like oh it's Raheem Sterling it's Raheem Sterling can we go over and he's like yeah yeah okay fine but you know he's on his holiday don't, don't piss him off anyway uh, they went over literally 10 minutes later he's there playing football with like 10 kids on the beach and apparently he was playing for like 20 minutes and even the, the parents turned their kids to come and, and Sterling was like no no it's fine we'll carry on playing doing kick ups and Eddie Hearn was just like what a guy uh, the guy's just on his holiday from the World Cup probably a week in all these people annoying him on holiday and he's there playing football on the beach with them but he still couldn't awesome. finish well yeah but I, I, that's, that's awesome I, I, so, I, I do like Sterling and I do wish him well because although he plays for Man City he's English he's young and he should be the future. Raheem well, Sterling is in your front three. He was in your back four. Mourinho? Can he make up all four places? You don't have to do four, but Mourinho's in your back four. What's so bad about Mourinho? It's just, it's just an arse. What's he done this week? What? He's just constantly moaning. Just stop yeah. moaning, will you? I know I'm now moaning about him moaning. He would definitely be in my back line as well. Because... Back four. Back four. He, it, he just, he's just a rain cloud. Every other club seems like they're excited for the season. Yeah, and he's just such a doubt. You know, like if you think about some of the best, like you think about Wenger and Ferguson and even Klopp now and, and Guardiola. Have you ever heard them say a bad word about any of their players ever? No. I wish Wenger did it more. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't. Like, I mean, if you think about your boss at work, imagine your boss at work coming in and just like shouting at you and telling you or telling the rest of the business all, all the things you're, you're bad at. The problem is he's constantly shouting at, you know, t- telling everyone how terrible his players are. Yesterday he's going on about how fat Valencia is coming back from holiday. You're like, clearly never been in the army. It's fine. Yeah, look, it's fine. Maybe he's putting a bit of weight. Have a word with him in the changing room and let him sort it out. Don't tell everyone in the world that you know I'm not going to play Valencia because he's fat. Like, how do you think that makes him feel? It's just such bad management. He's meant to be the man manager guy, and it's just terrible. Yeah, I, I, for me it's more just. He just feels like he's getting his excuses in early. Yeah. Where if you look at City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham, 
there's all excitement. They're all optimistic about this season. I don't know, not with Spurs. Brochettino's doing about as much with the excuses. He's not got any of his squad. He's got like he's playing kids. So it, to be fair to him, he's actually got a difficult. Like, at least Man United, got, you know, he's playing Sanchez and Matter and Herrera. He's going, oh, you know, we've got players that aren't going to start the season. You're thinking, yes, they are. His own Fortfield doesn't play Martial. Mm. So that yeah, sorry, I've gone on a rant. But That's all right. Mourinho is definitely back four. Back four, back four. Did you have any mark? Well, Mourinho would have been in my back four. Just as I said, the just the downer he brings. Um, he, yeah, he just lets him down. But we spoke about that. I guess front three. Did we say it has to be football related? Anything. Well, last night there was a great boxing on the ah, Sky Box office. Yeah. So in my front three has to be Derek Chisora. He did get knocked out by Hay in Upton Park, so that's kind of football related. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the guy has always been a gatekeeper. He's, he's had some real tough fights throughout his career. And his biggest fights of them all, he's lost. And last night just felt like the performance of his career. He's never going to be a, a belt, like a heavyweight champion of the world. But just the knockout against Takam yesterday, like no one gave him a chance. Takam put a great performance up against Joshua. Was kind of stopped a bit early by the ref. So everyone thought Shazora's got no chance. And to, to knock him out the way he did, just... I started, the, the guy needed a win. Uh, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm desperate to watch it. I was reading about it earlier. Like, oh, God, it that yeah. sounded amazing. And for those who don't know, Danny's actually met Chisora. <laughs> 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 at a wedding. I have. Yeah. It was at my stepsister's wedding. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. It was really weird. He was in the toilet. You know when you're like waiting to talk to someone and I walked in the toilet and he's there and I'm just like, do I, do I say something? It's no, not in the, in the toilet. Uh, and then I... Anyway, I'm not going to tell the story. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I said hello, he was a bit of an arse, and then that was the end of it. Oh. Yeah, great story. Shouldn't have been in my front three if he's an arse. <laughs> in my front three is Diego Maradona. Um, I think he was the player of the tournament. Um, <laughs> fantastic to see him again. He looked like he had a great time. Um, for a lot of fun. So I get, well, I mean, Diego Maradona's in my front three, but also cocaine use. Because uh, <laughs> he clearly was taking a lot of cocaine, um, but why not? You know, he's an old man, he's a legend, he had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, why not have a good time? I never trust the guy who wears two watches on one on each wrist. I didn't notice that. Does it? So. Yeah, oh, I didn't notice so, that. So during the picture where I he's got two middle fingers up at the crowd, you'll notice he's got a watch on both wrists. That's so weird, I wonder why. Do you think he's got, do you remember um, some people, you remember the Alex Ferguson watch? We used to have like a watch that Alex Ferguson had because it had certain time thing and it was the whole joke on Fergie time I wonder if he's got like a ref watch and a not you know if he's like that in, into I it I think he's just off his head getting dressed <laughs> I think he, yeah. yeah I think he has no idea what's going on in most hours of the day but um yeah and in my back three actually uh is um back four excuse me is uh I guess VAR you back four. Back four. VAR. I wasn't too sure about it during the World Cup. I wasn't, but maybe it's just a case of uh, learning experience. But I wasn't sure about the referee's use of it all the time. Um, I don't know if I'm looking forward to seeing it in the Premier League soon. There's a lot of penalties given in a lot of instances, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, whenever they were doing the replays, they would always do it in, in slow motion. I think you have to put in real time in it. I think you have to do that when it comes to VAR. Yeah, I, I think VAR was better than we expected. Yeah. I'm just not sure. The it, it definitely should be trialled more because there were certain scenarios where they've pressured the ref to make a decision. So they've called the ref over, said to him, take a look at this, and it takes a gutsy ref to not give that because he's basically been told you've made a mistake there's there's also certain elements which they need clearing up so when something has been pulled up because it's a clear and obvious mistake when something is a fact so if something was given as offside that's factual that's not overruling that's saying he was offside there's no debate about it but they seem to be the clear and obvious seem to not be that clear when no. they used it and when they didn't. So they tried to clamp down on the shirt pulling in for penalties because the first few games of the World Cup, it was quite bad. And then it kind of died off a little bit. And yeah. they're like, well, 
The rules are the rules. You either don't pull them or you pull them up every single time. It's like Mark Dean in the Premier League, Premier League season with Stoke. Yeah. First four games of the season, you penalty, know you're going to get penalties again. Whoever's yeah. playing Stoke, just put, put the penalty takers in your fantasy football team yeah. and you get penalties. Yeah. Not this season, though. Not this season. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't know about why. I, I, it was better than I thought. Do you remember when VAR was introduced to rugby? Because I don't, I don't remember like, the, the point of it being introduced to rugby. No, I don't. I, my memories don't go back that far. It wasn't rugby. even that far. I, I yeah. It can't have been that far ago, was it? Was it all that long? A while ago. A while ago. Because I'm, I'm interested just for my own sanity. I don't, I don't remember how that was introduced and how well that was received at the start. Because obviously they nailed it now. It's been going for so long. They know exactly how to use it. I do think some refs overuse it even there. But yeah. generally speaking, the crowd all involved. It's all good. Everyone gets it. Yeah. I feel like football just needs a bit of time to work out. Well, you look at the, the NFL have been using it for a while and people still hate it because they take too long. But I think that's down to the individual referees and just them, you know, them taking too long looking at these replays back and forth, back and forth. And the problem is if, if a referee, even certain instances with VAR in the World Cup, referees were, uh, they looked undecided and, and they wasn't sure what to do. I mean, what was it the England game? I can't remember where the referee went away from the screen, went back to it. You don't really want to see them do that. I mean, I don't understand what he's thinking. That was the World Cup final. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, it wasn't England then. <laughs> no, yeah. optimistic. Yeah, but um, no, so, yeah. Um, we've hit the hour. Yeah, we've hit the hour. I think we've had a good chat here. I've had some good times. We haven't got an hour of material. Then. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Why don't we, we just say bye? Hour. I was about to say bye. Oh. I was going to say, I need to get to my sticker album. I need to get to my sticker album too. <laughs> this, this World Cup sticker album Mark needs to absolute menace. sort himself out because of his date earlier. Yeah. Um, we don't we'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah. See you next time. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Cue music. Boom.